Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Cat Builder Talk Radio Show with your host, small business expert, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Join us every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. Enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Cat Builder Talk with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people. Talking about real issues facing small business in our community today, helping you build the capacity to change your life. We have a great show for you today, but before I get started, I just want to thank all of you for sticking with me. It's been five years. We've been really making it happen, talking about great things, changing lives. Please contact me if you have a message you want people to hear. I can help you get it out there. Some of you are interested in contacting me about doing your own show, doing your own podcast. Call me. We can work it out. I can show you how to make it happen. As I was talking about, we have a great show today. Charmaine Moss, the publisher of Real Women Atlanta Magazine, and Sandy Pruitt, a public relations expert, is going to be discussing the 1619 National Celebration of Black Women, because this is National Women's Month. She's going to be talking about what they're doing in the community and what's happening with Real Women in Atlanta Magazine to celebrate women. Then my main man, E. Walter Smith, is going to be here. You're going to recognize the voice because you've been here for the last five years, every single show. He's going to be here to discuss his new show called Conversations with E. The show takes a look at how successful people from all walks of life are building wealth, leaving a legacy, and how they manage their health and what they do to maintain work-life balance. We're going to do all this today on the Cat Builder Talk radio show. So I'm going to go to break. And then when I come back, I'm going to go to the Cat Builder Minute, five ways to boldly go and change your life. Some of you need to hear that right now. And after that, we're going to start our conversation on National Women's Month and the 1619 National Celebration of Black Women. All this today on the Cat Builder Talk radio show. I'll be back in a minute. You wanted to see me? Yes, please, have a seat. So here's the thing. When this company brought you on, we took a chance on you. You didn't have that four-year college degree we typically look for. Right. But we gave you a shot anyway. And since then, you've worked incredibly hard and given it your all. Thanks. You've been an important asset to the team, but I don't think you can be an intern here anymore. We want to hire you. You're, You're serious? Absolutely. 
Find your next great employee. Introduce yourself to the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. I won't let you down. I know. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom. I had no idea how hard it would be and what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and ways for me to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics, but also information about the hurdles I was facing. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org slash caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Cat Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people. Talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. This is Mark Parham, and I'm back. I'm going to talk about five ways to boldly go and change your life. I wrote a book last year called To Boldly Go. I'm going to just read, well, not read, just talk about a couple of excerpts from it. Because I think a lot of you into the year now really need to change your life. So let's talk about most people have not been trained as work and think for themselves you know from the day we were born we were told what to do when to do it and even how to do it regardless of our age status and life even more important we are allowed ourselves to be guided by others but it's not our fault to fit in we had to fit in but it's time to make a real change in your life you must boldly go where you have never been before I'm going to talk about five focus areas and things you need to do to make some changes. First thing, your health. You know, how is your physical, spiritual, mental health? You, you really need to get it checked out. Get a physical. Find out what's really going on. Start doing something every day that gets you in touch with your spiritual side. You know, we do this thing called go dark. Turn everything off and have a conversation with yourself. And yes, it is okay to answer. How else will you know who you are? So the one thing I want you to do is take a massive action step, get your health checked out, and go dark daily. The next thing is your money. Where are you right now? And what are your plans? Find out exactly what your debt bills, assets are, and to develop a plan to take control. So many of us are just living day to day, just letting stuff come at us. But I want you to develop a financial plan for the next three months. So the massive action step I want you to take is take a three-month budget and stick to it. See what happens. Number three, your relationships. Do you have the right relationships around you? Are those around you contributing to your success or taking your energy? You know, I call them energy vampires. People who make no deposits. Only withdrawals. So you got to start learning that. No deposits, no withdrawals. You know who they are. They have to go. I mean it. 
They are taking time and energy that you can never get back. Sometimes we can make additions in our life by making subtractions. So massive, massive action step, evaluate and purge your relationship. Number four, your contribution. What are you giving back? No deposit, no withdrawal. You must help others. You don't have to make it a major deal to start, but you must do something on a regular basis to give back. It can be helping a person or organization, but I'm going to tell you, you'll find it truly rewarding. So make a contribution to the world. And the last one, your life vision. What is the vision for your life? You must have vision. You must have a vision for your life. What do you want? Who do you want to be? What do you want to be doing? Instead of making this a long-term plan, make one for the next three months. And then make it happen because if you don't do it, you won't stick to it. So it's only three months. So I want you to stick with it. That's my Cat Builder Minute. I'm going to take another break. And when I come back, we're going to start this conversation out about National Women's Month. Today on the Cat Miller Talk Radio Show. I'll be right back. The average time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds, and most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was... Living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone who had to be independent and take initiative. And that's how I handle every project I get. Discover new ways to develop great talent at gradsoflife.org. Brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. Most of my family, they never graduated high school or even let alone go to college. So I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter, Brooklyn, was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, studied hard, and, and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I feel like if I didn't have anyone to push me, I wouldn't have even bothered to do it. I got one milestone down the drain, and now i got to work on the next. I see the future is really bright for me. I feel like it doesn't matter the age, as long as you go back and get it done. The high school diploma is just added to the confidence, and now I feel unstoppable. No one gets a diploma alone. You have more support than you realize. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Cat Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people, talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. This is Mark Parham, and I'm back. As I said earlier, this is National Women's Month celebration every March. It's uh, part of a worldwide celebration. So today on the show, I have Charmaine Moss. She's a publisher of Real Women Atlanta Magazine and Sandy Pruitt. Public relations expert. We're going to discuss the 1619 National Celebration of Black Women, as well as what's going on with women today. Ladies, welcome to the show. Hi, Hi Mark. Mark. Thanks for having me. Hey, 
Yeah, you're very welcome. Happy to have you here because I want to have this conversation. You know, everywhere I look is women there, women in Congress, women here, women there. We're going to talk about. (laughs) We're going to talk about tonight. I want to hear the truth. What's going on? Where would would the world be without women? I agree. I agree, but it's like all of a sudden, you know, everything is just like women did, you know. So, uh, <laughs> Boss, I want you to introduce yourself first and, you know, just talk about who you are, and uh, then we'll let Sandy introduce herself. Then we're going to get into this conversation. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, um, as you've already said, I'm Charmaine Moss. I am the founder and the publisher of Real Women Atlanta magazine. Right. Miss Sandy? I'm Sandy Pruitt. I'm um, the VP of Operations for Real People Atlanta magazine, in addition to being uh, a nonprofit small business consultant. All right. So let's start this conversation off about, uh, let's, let's start first with 1619 National Celebration of Black Women. What is that about? Uh, that was started, this is the first year, and it was started mm-hmm. by a sister from uh, Oakland, California, by the name of Sherry uh, Mallory Johnson. And what it was was, uh, in 1619 was the year that the first slaves were bought, first slave ship landed in America. And 2019 marks the 400th year. And for that okay. 400th year, with everything that's going on, the role of the black woman and what the black woman has done from 1619 to now, from being enslaved in 1619 to in 2019 being empowered um, and just the progress and celebrating the progress and the continued progress of black women uh, over the next 400 years. You know, if you look at what black women have done, you know, from the slave ship to the first lady in the White House, we did some stuff. So... So, Charmaine, you, you you started this magazine, Real Women Atlanta Magazine. When when did you begin this magazine? Um, well, Mark, the vision was actually given to me about 18 years ago. Uh, God gave me the vision. Um, and throughout the years, he would remind me of the vision. Um, but it, it just wasn't time for it to come forth. So last year in June, we actually did a pre-launch of the magazine. Um, We are a digital magazine currently, and the entire platform of the magazine is to tell the the story, provide provide a platform for the ordinary uh, woman who's doing extraordinary things to be able to tell her story. Um, And so our focus is black, uh, our black women, um, and we wanted wanted just to be able, be able to provide that platform for them to be able to tell their story. Okay, because like right now, um, this women movement is a real big deal. So let's talk about that for a minute. It's, it seems like all of a sudden, in the last few years, uh, women have been getting uh, 
a lot of attention. So is, is, did that prompt you to start this magazine, to, to, to tell all the stories? Because, I, yeah, I tell you, a lot of famous women are getting their stories sold, but did you to really start telling the stories that your magazine tells? Well, 2018 was called um, the Year of the Woman. Um, you actually began to see a lot of, um, like you said, a lot of celebrities uh, began to come forth uh, with uh, the whole sexual abuse um, allegations and that sort of thing. Um, the whole Me Too movement um, began, although Me Too was an organization that had already been started by um, by a black woman. However, she wasn't getting the attention until um, the sexual allegation, sexual abuse allegations um, uh, became national and well known through the um, through the celebrities. Um, but one of the things that I've always felt was um, even in the midst of the Me Too movement, I really didn't feel like we had a part in that. And the reason why was because most of the allegations that were being made were made by um, by a different nationality altogether. Um, when Anita Hill made the allegation, no one really took it serious. Um, so here were all of these other nationalities that began to complain about sexual abuse and um, and misconduct, and they were being taken serious. Well, you know, to me, um, this is something that our, our, our mothers, our foremothers, our great-great-grandmothers, you know, they dealt with this, um, you know, throughout all of that time. But back then, it wasn't called sexual abuse. It was just called slavery. And so um, through the magazine, we are providing a voice. We're giving black women a voice. Um, there's so many um, black women that are out here that have had to endure um, whether it was sexual abuse, whether it was um, incest, whether it was um, abandonment issues, whether it was divorce, whether it was uh, whatever, uh, we've had to endure. And there wasn't, uh, our story wasn't one that Essence would tell or Ebony or Jet would tell. Why? Because we didn't have uh, a big name, so no one wanted to hear our story. But through this magazine, we are giving a voice to those who don't have a name. Um, and so that's the gist of the magazine. Okay. So, like, right now, all of a sudden, well, I guess I, I shouldn't say all of a sudden, but women have amassed a lot of power, economic, uh, legislative, just all kind of things. What has driven that movement? While it seems like, like overnight, what has been the major motivating factor in that movement? You know, Mark, you say, you know, it seems like it's been overnight, and that's the same thing people say when a uh, brand-new star, movie star, or, or athlete or anybody else come out on the scene and they start seeing what they're doing and they call them an overnight sensation, when in reality this person has been probably practicing and building up since childhood. <laughs> That's what we have been doing. Black women have been enduring since the minute we set foot in this country. We have been enduring. And it's not something that just popped up or something that we just did. It's something that the world could no longer 
not just America, but the world could no longer ignore. You can ignore stuff for so long. You can pretend like it's not there. You can pretend like it doesn't matter, but you can only do that for so long. Uh, And we were determined as black women, we are determined that you're going to listen to us. You're going to hear because what we have to say is real. And that's why you see uh, people uh, like the women that we have that ran here just here in the state of Georgia for all the different political offices all over the state and that they won. When you look at South Fulton and you have uh, all those uh, uh, black women in uh, position uh, over their courts and police department and DA's office, judges, uh, you look at uh, uh, the people that's running for office here. You know, it's just a, a thing where we're saying, you know, you've killed our son, you've raped us, you ignore us, we're missing, we're murdered, we're disregarded, and you're not going to continue to do that, and we're not going to sit back and wait on you to decide that you want to recognize we're not going to sit back. You don't have an option any longer because we are here. Well, you know, and as a, it's just, that same strength that made us, you know, that, that's here. And it's not coming out of a sense of anger. Uh, and I think that's important for people to understand. It is mm-hmm. anger, but it's not anger at person. It's anger gotcha. at a system that has continually gone on. And we're saying no more. Not for us, not for our children, not for our people, period. No more. So, so Sandy, as a public relations media person, it seems like social media, with the advent of social media, that has enabled the story really to be told. What's your take on that? Does social media and digital marketing now play a big role in getting these stories told? I think it plays a very big role, Uh because now you're having people, even looking at just this uh, thing with the 1619, mm-hmm. if without the social media, uh, we would not have even connected uh, because the sister out in California that started this uh, movement found out about Real Women Atlanta magazine through social media. Okay. And reached out to us to become a part of it because nobody else in Georgia or even Atlanta was doing anything. Uh, And she found out about our magazine through social media. She never would, you know, so, uh, and then to be able to get the word out from somebody from California, getting the word out all over the USA, you know, because of social media, because I have a friend that I went to school with that lives in Tennessee, and she has a friend that she went to school with that lives in California. So all of us are through social media are sharing this information, you know, and to not go through social media to me right now, you know, it doesn't make sense. I know you started it last year, but what are some of your long-term goals for this magazine? Well, we will um, eventually go from uh, digital. We we do want to do a print copy as well. Um, this because uh, we're based in Atlanta. We're starting with, of course, Atlanta. 
But real women um, will go on to be not just an Atlanta uh, publication, but will be uh, going into other cities as well. Uh, we've already been invited to um, to do a Houston issue. We've been invited to do a Charlotte issue, Dallas, as well as Indianapolis. So, so let's talk about the content. What's in this magazine? I know you're telling stories, but what 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 else is in the magazine? Um, you have um, regular things that women are interested in. I mean, we have fashion, we have beauty. Um, we talk about politics, we talk about, um, I mean, all of the regular things. Um, but the magazine was power, uh, to empower women and to encourage them, to inspire them through the stories that we tell. Um, and so the main focus is to give that voice to the ordinary woman and to be able to share with other black women that no matter what it is that you may be going through or have been through, that there's someone else that knows your story and she made it through. She's victorious. And so um, you can too. And we wanted it to be um, ordinary women because it's hard for you to, um, to, uh, be in touch with um, or get in touch with celebrities. But anyone can pick up the phone and call me. Anyone can pick up the phone and call Sandy or any of the women that we write about. Um, So that's what we wanted the magazine to be, where people can actually, women can actually put their hands on that person who we're we're telling the story about. And it's not only, Mark, Mark, it's not only uh, about the story that's being told, it's also the people that's telling the story, writing the story, because right. we we reached out to uh, women uh, and via social media uh, to if you if you're a blogger, if you know about traveling, if you know about entertainment, if you right. know about food, uh, then share your stories. But also, if this story is about this chef that's here in Atlanta, who who is an award-winning chef. But she also has another story. She has a story of being uh, through domestic abuse or being through sexual abuse or being homeless, you know. So there's a lot of different stories. And so and not only sharing their story from where they were, but sharing their story that in spite of that, this is where I am now. And to, to that helps to give the real motivation to the everyday sister out here who's saying, you know, I can do this. Too. It is possible. This is not somebody just so far away I can't touch. I can actually yeah, lay hands on that's this. That's right. So, Charvine, so Real Women, Atlanta Magazine, what about, what have you gotten response from men? Are men supporting your efforts in this magazine? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, and I know we're, we're going to talk about the uh, event, um, but we, we have a, a great number of support from uh, black men. They, um, they support black women, and uh, they definitely support what we're doing. Um, uh, one of our biggest um, corporate sponsor is a black man. Um, so, yeah, we're absolutely getting a lot of support from our brothers. You know, it's funny because you, you know, I was looking at social media today on Facebook, and it seems like on social media they try to pit men against women. But you're saying mm. that men are supporting you in the effort to tell these stories. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, 
You know, I, I agree, you know. Go ahead. You know, Mark, not only in telling these not only in telling these stories, when on the event that we have coming up uh next week, uh when we sit down and started thinking about this, we had initially thought about, you know, just women. This is something for women, by women, you know, to women, you know, the whole thing. But then we mm-hmm. just we talked about it and felt like we needed the male present because there were men who support what we are doing, and it's not fair to ask for their support but then not to include them. So when we went out and started uh, asking uh, men to be a part of what we were, we are doing, whether it was to be presenters or to be uh, entertainers or to be the host or whatever, they were, like, all on board, you know, and – when we told them what it was about, that, 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 that even brought out even more curiosity and more support. And so it's just been really eye-opening. Right. Yeah. You know, so what we've been talking about it, let's talk about the event. You know, what is this event you have coming up? And uh, it's coming up. Just Let's just talk about it. Well, um, as Sandy mentioned, 1619 represents the year that the first slave ship came to Jamestown, Virginia, Um, and it also represents 400 years. 2019 um, is now 400 years from that time. Um, So this is our way of commemorating uh, all of the black women from our history, the Rosa Parks, the Sojourner Truth, the... Um, Coretta Scott King, uh, Maya Angelou, and um, all of those great black women who have paved the, the way for us, as well as us being able to honor black women of today. Um, I mean, we have um, the executive uh, director from the Georgia International Convention Center, Mercedes Miller. Uh, we have Nakima uh, Williams, Senator Nakima Williams. Um, we'll be honoring her. We have uh, Valerie Morgan from On Common Ground. Um, uh, we have um, Attorney Meredith Lilly. Uh, we'll be honoring her as well. And there are several others that we are going to be honoring that night. So it's just going to be a night of celebration. A night of celebration. And and let me say this as well. Although um, we have chosen to honor those women, it really is a celebration of black women. Um, one, of the, one of the questions that you asked earlier, you were talking about why now? It just seems like all of a sudden. I think for me, I think I finally recognize that, um, one, we need each other. Um, because so many times, you know, um, we we're out of here and we're doing things, and we're do, but we're doing it alone. I think black women have finally gotten to a place where we recognize that we need each other. And so what's happening is you see it's coming together. Even when we did the pre-launch last year, um, I mean the synergy that was in that room, the love that was in that room among black women. And so I believe that we're connecting now in a way that we've never done before. And so this is the result. This is why you're seeing, uh, seeing, it, you're seeing uh, what you're seeing. It seems like it, you know, it's just happening, but I think that we finally recognize 
that we've got to work together. We need each other. You know, and I, I just had to thank Sandy for making me a part of the celebration. You know, I'm uh, looking forward to it, you know, presenting and being there to support you. So, Sandy, talk about the night. What's going to happen? What time is it? Where is it? You know, what can people expect? Uh, well, the, the location is the Scat Show Theater downtown, um, uh, 173 14th Street. Uh, red carpet uh, starts at 6 o'clock. There's a uh, red carpet, uh, kind of like a meet and greet before uh, the show. Uh, the event starts at 7 o'clock. Uh, should run about two hours. Uh, and we'll, during that time, we will have uh, presenters uh, come on stage and they'll talk about the historical woman as well as the woman uh, today that we are honoring. We have uh, comedy, we have uh, singers, we have poetry. We just have a whole round of, it's just a night of celebration. Um, we're celebrating our sisterhood, we're celebrating who we are, what we're doing, and each other. So it's going to be a lot of fun, and I think um, if you miss out on it, you're going to be hearing about it the next day. <laughs> so you have you have two great hosts here. Here, the hosts are going to be for this event. Yes, uh, two uh, Joaquin Thompson, who's the host of the his show, The Daily Bread, um, and Amanda Cooper, who's a host, radio host with WAOK um, here in Atlanta. So they are our hosts for the evening. Uh, we're going to have a comedy by Miss Wall Street. Um, we're having um, singing uh, performances by Split Image, uh, uh, Kifara Nicole. I mean, it's just we're just really looking forward uh, to it. Poetry by Kiana, the artist. So we're really looking forward uh, to this Saturday night. Saturday. March the 9th at 6 o'clock, Scad Show Theater, 173 14th Street. And you have to buy your tickets now because there will be no ticket sales at the door. So I encourage you to go to uh, online and purchase your tickets. So I, I know I'm a presenter, but what if I wanted to sing a little song or tell a few jokes or something? <laughs> 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 uh, so that's why we made sure to allow a few extra seconds when the presenters go on stage. That's good. I mean, I'm going to work on a routine for it, you know. <laughs> it sounds like it's going to be a good time, uh, you know. But, uh, you know, I, I just want to thank both of you for, you know, doing this because it's one of those things where, you know, yeah, I was reading your bio, Charmaine, and you are truly walking in your purpose. And a lot of times people don't understand that, what that means. And um, so it's so it, it's so important for that because uh, I, I can't say enough about it. And so I just applaud you. I know putting on events like this is, you know, people say, how come I don't do a lot of events? There's so many moving parts. 
Okay. Mm. You know, you know, just trying to keep your hand on your shoulders. I'm sure you'll be happy mm-hmm. after, you know, the <laughs> evening of, you know, March night when it's all over. But um, <laughs> as we are kind of, you know, bringing things to a, a close here on your segment, I, I want you to just say some of the things that you want people to realize about this celebration and what to expect in the future. What what can they do to 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 stay true to what they're trying to their lives they're trying to live? Well um, I just yes, I just want to encourage um everyone, all all of your listeners. Hello. Yep, go ahead. Okay. I just want to encourage um all of your listeners to join us um, March the 9th. Um, it truly will be a celebration. Um, if you are a man and you have daughters, if you have a sister, uh, of course you have a mother, uh, come on and celebrate with uh, with us. Um, if you're another, um, if you're a black woman, come out and celebrate with us. I just want to encourage them to come because it will be um, a night of, not like I said, not just celebrating those women that we're honoring, but celebrating us as a whole. Um, and so, like Sandy said, we encourage you to go to our um, our website, realwomenatlanta.com. That's realwomenatlanta.com, and you can get more information about the event, and you can also get your ticket. All right, Miss Sandy, any parting words? Uh, just thank you so much, Mark, for having us on and giving us this opportunity. And just be on the lookout, not just for this Saturday, but for Real Women magazine, Atlanta Magazine over the next 12 months. Amen. All right, ladies. Well, I'm going to practice up for the show Saturday night. So if I do a little ad lib, y'all ain't going to pull me off stage and then... You know, uh, no, you know, no, I got the no have Sandman out there. <laughs> you got Sandman out there. All right. All right, ladies, I look forward to seeing you Saturday. I'm going to send out the announcement for it, encourage people to buy tickets. But Saturday night, March 9th. Saturday night. All right, ladies. Night. All right. Thanks have a lot. great evening. All right. You too. too. Bye-bye. All right. Mark Parham, Real Women of Atlanta Magazine, special event coming up this weekend. Need to check it out. I'm going to go to break. When I come back, I'm going to start this conversation now with my main man who's been with me a long time, E. Walter Smith. I'll be back in a moment. When it comes to saving money, don't act like a baby. Goo goo gaga. Be the boss and make a budget. I'm the boss, baby. You're the boss of me. I am the boss of you. Or not. M2. Or not. M2. Need a little help? Aren't you going to do any work? I'm very busy delegating. Create a personalized savings plan. We can share. You obviously didn't go to business school. And get other tools and tips at feedthepig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Hi, Mom. Is Claire's birthday party today? Me again, Mom. Where did I put my history book? Hi. Sorry, forgot one last thing. Sometimes it's hard to concentrate. At school, I start looking out the window, and then I forget what I was supposed to be thinking about. I know it seems like I don't care, but I do. It's just difficult for me. Love you, Mom. Bye. 
Join parents and experts at understood.org, a free online resource about learning and attention issues to help your child thrive. Brought to you by understood.org and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Cat Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people. Talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm back. And before we move into the segment with my main man, E. Walter Smith, I want to give a big shout-out to my executive producers, Ruth and Edward Parham. It is their, I don't know, maybe 59th wedding anniversary. They've been doing it a long, long time. And I've been watching them do it. And that's why the conversation that we were having earlier about men supporting women and women supporting men, I watched it go on in my household. So I just want to say to them, happy anniversary. So now moving into this conversation, you know, we've all heard the term life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But what does it really mean? E. Walt is here today to discuss first his new show, Conversations with E., but the show is going to take a look at how successful people from all walks of life are building wealth, leaving a legacy, how they manage their health, and what they do to maintain that special, special term, work-life balance. E, welcome to the show. Always a pleasure to be here, Mark. How you doing this evening? Yeah, I'm doing good, man. See, I finally got you out here, man. I'm glad you're kicking this show off. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know... So, yeah, the, so, the, the, there's nothing like having a major motivator in your life. How about that? <laughs> I know that, man. So tell me, you go ahead and introduce yourself and those of the people, even though they've been hearing you for the last five years. Go ahead and introduce yourself. <laughs> tell them who you are, and let's start this conversation about conversation with E. All right. Well, again, yeah, this is E. Walter Smith. I'm a uh, singer, songwriter, entertainer. And I've had an amazing opportunity, actually, to uh, to meet a lot of the people that you watch on TV and listen to on the radio, to see at live concert venues and arenas and stadiums and playhouses. And along with that, you know, a lot of folks don't know, but uh, I've run a, an insurance and financial group for about 30 years and, and a wellness center that uh, provided information about uh, acupuncture, homeopathy, and, and oriental medicine. So... At the end of the day, I've had a lot of access to a very diverse group of people, and uh, and I'm using this show as an opportunity to kind of share some of the things about them that uh, that you can't find on Google. <laughs> can't find it. Uh. <laughs> can't yeah. find it on Google. This is some of the stuff right. that made uh, them who they are. So let's talk about this term work-life balance. What does that mean? Well, you know, the, the beauty of it is that it means something different to everybody. I think at the end of the day, it's that part of your life where uh, you have a place for work and you're committed to it and you, you are able to do your best with it and, and, and offer a, a productive presence in the workplace. But you know when work is over. You know when it's quitting time. You know when you can – uh, you know, uh, leave the office or turn the computer off or shut the phone off and have balance, have, you know, a, a way to relax, kick back, enjoy yourself, 
and actually enjoy the fruits of your labor. And so, you know, that, that essentially is what work-life balance is. Well, the the sad part about that is some people don't know when to quit. They don't know how to yeah, do that. You know, that, 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 and that's just, that's just affecting other areas. That's why, you know, when I listen to you talk about health and all this, let's talk about now, you know, the, the issues and dealing with health and wellness and work-life balance. What's, what's your take on that? Well, you know, what, what happens is a lot of people don't realize, and, and this is one of the biggest things that, uh, that we realized when I was running the wellness center. So many times a, a person's physical health is based on the stresses of their, regular, of their regular life, a lot of times it's their work life. And so if they don't have the, the, uh, the ability to really manage that, they find themselves being sick and or diseased, you know, without ease. And we spend a lot of time just, you know, making sure that they really look deep inside as to what the real challenges are about their life and make sure that they put forth a plan of action immediately to address those problems and make sure that they bring some solutions to those problems that one that they've decided and, and are committed to, you know, embrace and move forward with. And as well, if it's a person or, or an environment, correct that person, correct that environment so that they can have, you know, peace back in their life. And, um, and, and so, you know, that, that tug of war that, that people often have with, you know, uh, if I don't show up for work, um, my boss is going to fire me or going to write me up or what have you. You know, what, what, what's happened over, over the years is that employers are realizing that if their employees don't have work-life balance, their profit lines are adversely affected. So many times an employer requires, literally makes their employee take the vacation time that's part of their employee benefit program and go on vacation. Many times they set up incentive programs whereby the employee can not only take you know themselves but also a significant other, partner, wife, spouse, whatever it is, on a real vacation. Like like go to the airport, get on a plane, go on a vacation. The, the corporation will buy you know uh, um, a, a resort plan or, or 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 a stay of some kind outside of the city, so that the employee can have a real vacation. Because what happens is this: the employee is very excited about the upcoming vacation because uh, it's set up whereby they can bring friends and or family. The family is supporting the employee's, you know, work effort towards that vacation and preparing to go on vacation. They actually go on vacation, no phones, no computers. They, you know, they water slide, they hang glide, they do whatever they do on vacation. They come back refreshed. It's like they press the reset button. And the productivity goes up exponentially. The, um, the support at home, particularly for those that are, like, in sales and marketing, they have, like, numbers to hit. You know, it, 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 it's one thing <laughs> – it's one thing if, uh, if you've got some goals that you've set for yourself. But if you can come home and say, baby, listen, guess what? If I hit these numbers, if you hold me accountable for this time period, we can go to Vegas. We can go to Hawaii. We can go to wherever, wherever the vacation is, and suddenly the kind of support that you have at home uh, is much greater than you ever anticipated, 
and you can bring that that kind of uh, support to work, and um, and it becomes a just a, a real positive positive effort and, and, and positive way to live your life, creating that work-life balance that's needed to, you know, uh, not not come home evil and not be at work mad. <laughs> right. Okay, so that's, that's how it so most people have been working, doing the thing they've been doing for a long time. Just, just, just a few minutes here, what are some of the – how do I get started trying to get this work-life balance? What are some of the strategies that you may recommend? that you've seen other people do successfully to start making this paradigm shift in their lives? Well, you know, great, great, great question. And, and like I say, you know, some of the people that I'll I'll be talking to, you know, I've had some of these conversations with them just over the years. And as an example, um, a, 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 a music director that has been on the road with just about every group you've seen on TV seen at their award shows, heard on the radio, what have you. Amazing talent, been doing it for years. And and I was actually recording at his house um, earlier this week. I was sitting around talking, and he's like, hey, listen, I love it on the road. I mean, you know, you see me out there, yada, yada, yada. But uh, what I love, you know, you know, when it's time for me to shut it down, I shut it down. And I love to cook. In fact, I'm thinking about opening up a restaurant or, 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 a, or one of those mobile um mobile food trucks and that's where he is able to find his peace. That that's where he, you know, uh, um, uh, is able to kind of shut down what he, what he, what he does, you know, for a job and, and explore some of the other things in his life that, that brings him joy or at least just kind of allows him to, to reset. There, there are other people that, um, uh, they got, you know, like management jobs and spend a lot of time, you know, making sure that I's get dotted and T's get crossed. And what they do, you know, for balance is they'll go hiking. They'll run Stone Mountain. They'll, you know, uh, have some workout uh, equipment in the garage and hang out there. There are other people that like to go to a cigar bar and just hang out with the fellas. I got, there's a guy that, uh, that, that runs a, um, a, 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 he's not the mayor, he's like the mayor's, uh, mayor's assistant and um, what he does a lot of times after work is he'll go to the cigar bar and just hang out with the fellas smoke, smoking a stick so, so, so you know to kind of answer your question they, they first actually realize that if they don't have some kind of balance if they don't have some kind of way some, some kind of other outlet to just release the stress of the day that it's going to cause a problem at the job because they'll, they'll burn out and won't be effective and that's the quickest way to get fired. And so once realizing that, they begin to embrace, you know, these other hobbies that they've got or these other interests that they have or other, you know, community civic activities or whatever it might be and, 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 and find a way to get just as much joy from accomplishing those kind of, of projects and, 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 uh, and living in those kind of scenarios as they do in the workplace. And so, you know, they, they, they find that balance. And, and again, um, uh, find that they are incredibly uh, successful and, and have a great impact on on those that they interact with on both sides of their uh, both sides of their life. And so, you know, kind of, I guess coming back around to the to the short answer to your question, they realize that they've got an opportunity to do that. They embrace that opportunity and make sure that uh, that that they 
you know, move forward with the, with that plan of action to ensure, you know, uh, a, a healthy life all the way around. Well, a healthy life also comes with a wealthy life. So you That's are right. in this wealth building, you know, yeah. you know, thing that you do to help people. So let's talk about this, you know, wealth building strategies that you're going to be talking about on your show. Uh, what's going on with that right now? Can you see a lot of it now? Build wealth, build wealth. Why do we need to build wealth? Well, you know, that, what's that, the difference between building wealth and getting paid? They're two different things. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> get, get, getting paid is oftentimes a, a, a one-time event where building okay. wealth is ongoing uh, if you build it the right way. And, uh, and interestingly enough, it's not even going to be so much that I'm going to talk a lot about it in terms of what I do and as much as those that have made it are going to talk about how they do it. Because, because, you know, the, the beauty of this show for me, Mark, is the fact that I'm going to be learning from so many different people, you know, the different techniques and strategies that they use to get where they are. Because, you, know, you know, one man is not an island, and, and I'm really going to be using this to, you know, to kind of gain access to just, you know, some of the things that they've been able to do, and hopefully they'll invite me to be a part of it. So I can, you know, kind of increase, you know, my, my streams of income and, 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 uh, and, and wealth and what have you. But... Uh, you know, a, a lot of what I'm going to be talking about is where did you even learn the concept about mm-hmm. wealth building? You know, who taught you? You know, what, what, was it a situation? For, for example, when I, when I was a kid, my grandfather, uh, he told me that once I graduated from high school, he was going to give me $1,001 bills. And that was important for me because – Coming up as a kid, he went. Now this was you got to remember this is like you know the sixties and the seventies. So he would pick me up after he got off of work sometimes, and he would take me to the bank, and we'd walk into the bank, and everybody would know him. Hey, Mr. Stokes. Hey, Mr. Stokes. My mom's dad. Hey, Mr. Stokes. Hey, Mr. Mm-hmm. Stokes. Your money isn't here yet, but it's on its way. So we sit in the lobby, and uh, and we'd wait for fresh, brand new untouched, uncirculated <laughs> dollars and, you know, money to come. And they would come, they would, they would come uh, to the office, you know, where they had a seated. They would, uh, they would unwrap the money and count his money. Fresh, brand new money. Because <laughs> he's like, I worked too hard to wear it to use, use money. So that's how he did You so, know? And so. He was teaching you how to. Leave a financial legacy, then you know. That, that, that's why I that, that, that was that? you know. Say that last part. What's important about what, what you, that, then? Oh, well, a financial what, what, legacy. Well, what's important about that is, you know, when you look around, you recognize that the idea of leaving a financial legacy is not new. It's just that a lot of cultures, it's just that some cultures aren't as proficient in doing that as others. And so once you recognize that your ability to participate in an economic environment and marketplace is oftentimes based on the legacy that was left for you, once you realize that, you know, (laughs) that's really the only way that your kids and your grandkids are going to be able to have any kind of economic impact in their household, in their community, around the world, 
is if you leave them something and, and some instructions as to how to do that. Once, once, once that's understood, you begin to put a plan of action in place to ensure that that, that, that happens. And, and you remember, you know, I, I said with some instructions, because a lot of times, you know, people think that if I just leave this behind, the kids will get it. Well, no, you got to sometimes you have to lay out some instructions and have some expectations put in place so that they know that this money just wasn't given to them. And even if it was, it was given to them with these instructions to do these things to ensure that the generation continues. And so, you know, so that is the reason that it's important to leave one because the competition has been doing it. Other cultures have been doing it. And if you want your family to be able to participate, you better do it too. And, and, and like I said, for me, you know, it just started in watching Grandpa just get this brand new money and everybody just waving at him, knowing him at this place where they were giving out money. Because yeah. you're, you're 9, 10, 11 years old, you, don't, you know, you don't really understand everything. You just know everybody likes Grandpa. <laughs> right, right, right. You know? And of course, he passed that down on, you know, to mom and dad. And uh, you know, when it came to allowances, you know, um, I was home for Christmas, and, and dad showed me the first passbook savings account that that uh, wow. that they put in place for me. And when I was like, I guess five or six years old, and wow. uh, and admittedly, and, and you know, I mean, full disclosure here, admittedly, if I had would have embraced everything that they told me. Way back then, I'd be in a different position right now. But the point of the matter is they did plant the seed. The point of the matter is wow. that I know better. And in knowing better and in knowing Mark, I now have a platform to share it with others and give others who want to do the same thing the ability to do so. And so, you know, that, that's a lot of what this, what, what this show is going to be about. Well, i tell you what, man, I'm excited because he's going to start his show on the Cat Builder Radio Network. So he's going to be doing a segment on the Cat Builder Talk Radio show, and then he's going to spin off on his own show. So I can't wait to see the people that he's going to be bringing. E, man, I'm proud of you. You know, I, I'm just so happy to be able to help you get this out there. You know, well, brother, I've got to push you, but I'm going to push you, man. I know it. I know it because that, that's just how we do it, and that's what makes this whole thing special. And and, and I definitely appreciate it. And, and if you or any of your listeners like have some influencers that that you represent or that you have access to, and you want me to interview them, please contact me for consideration because I like to you know make this something that everybody enjoys and that you can can participate in and and um, meet the expectations that they might have. So. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you coming out tonight, and I look forward to having you on the show in the future and to hear these guests and start sharing his wisdom and knowledge, man. Mark, thanks so, so much, man. Always man. a pleasure. All <laughs> right, man. man. Take care. So we'll talk good. later. <laughs> Conversations with E. Check it out. On the Cat Miller Talk Radio Show, he's going to be doing segments. But we're going to be talking about health and wellness and leaving a legacy on Conversations with E. This is Mark Parham. Thanks for coming out. And as I say every week, I look forward to our next encounter. Have a great show. I mean, have a great evening. Hope you enjoy the show.
Thank you for joining us this evening on the Cap Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark E. Parham. It is our mission to provide you with the information you need to make educated decisions, decisions that will help you walk in your purpose. We are here every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Please post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildertalk. We hope you enjoy the show. <laughs> 